0: welcome to the latest episode of the NCETM maths podcast. I'm Rebecca Longworth and I'm going to be your host for today and I'm here with Gabriella and Sarah at a school in Blackpool and we're going to talk about the benefits of getting involved in the work of your local maths hub um, as a participating school but also um, what the impact is of having some of your staff become local leaders of maths education and actually run some of the work groups for the maths hub. So um, I'm going to start by asking Sarah and Gabriella to introduce themselves and then we'll get started. Sarah, if you'd like to go first... Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your school, please? I would thank you, Rebecca. So my name is Sarah Smith. I am the
1: executive head teacher at Christ the King Catholic Academy and St Cuthbert's Catholic Academy. Both of those schools are in Blackpool, and I'm really excited to be talking about maths this morning.
2: I'm Gabriella May, and I am a maths lead and year two teacher at St Cuthbert's Catholic Academy. I have been working with the maths hub for about four years now and trained as a mastery specialist.
0: Okay, thank you very much for that. Um, so Sarah, could you just tell us a little bit more about the context of your school and like where we are today?
1: Sure. So both of our schools are in Blackpool and Blackpool is at the top of all the wrong league tables, sadly. So we're in a really deprived part of the country. And St Cuthbert's and Christ the King are both in the top 10 most deprived wards across, across England, which means that there are lots of added difficulties that our children face prior to getting in front of, of a, a teacher on a start of a normal day. So the joys of this town, the seasonal work and the nature of the challenges that deprivation gives our families means that we have a challenging job, but the work that we do is very fulfilling and the children do with our support help and guidance and the maths sub is part of that support help and guidance we do change those children's lives so when they leave us and go to secondary school they're in a really strong place mathematically
0: yeah um I, it is a challenging area um so having worked in blackpool as a teacher myself um there are a lot of challenges but also a lot of joys in helping and supporting the the pupils and helping the families to So how has the Maths Hub and getting involved in, as a participating school, the work of the Maths Hub helped in that, um, in your school? So both of our
1: schools, in terms of their academic success that we measure at the end of year six, are are achieving well and that for us is down to the great work that the maths hub has allowed us to be involved in so gabriella is as she described has a a significant role within the hub but we also have another colleague heather and other colleagues within our schools that are part of that journey it's it started i think probably about six years ago and heather began a journey with the maths hub she now works for a couple of days a week for the hub and the, the journey that we've been on has allowed almost a backfill. So when colleagues have, have been involved in the hub, there's been opportunity for leaders to, aspiring leaders to come and take over those roles or for others to see that practice. In terms of our children... The the mastery approach has been incredible. We now have children that are confident mathematicians that do not fear the subject that perhaps they would have done six, seven years ago. The ability that our children have to, to, to... reason and to think about the maths that they're doing is is just so very different to to how I was (laughs) was a teacher back in the day it's it's groundbreaking and I am very very proud of the work that we've done and but I'm also aware that we wouldn't have been able to do it without the partnership that we have with the hub
0: yeah so prior to the partnership that you had with the hub um you were just kind of did you go into it knowing what mastery was um how did you get started um how long ago was it six years ago I or was it,
1: it longer I, I, I honestly can't remember it feels like forever yeah. but we began because we we were invited heather was keen on engaging with the hub there'd been some links and and the journey just evolved i became a head teacher advocate about four years ago there was the, there's just always been something else around the corner there's been another promotion there's been some a new um a new set of uh, skills that we could develop with kids or or with with staff themselves so that the, the journey has has evolved slowly but by doing it slowly has allowed us to embrace it across prior to the maths hub we had a a scheme of learning that wasn't really fit for purpose that didn't truly we we had a reasoning based curriculum we were keen on on that but it didn't it didn't address the aspects that that mastery does now
0: um so Gabs, um, from your perspective as a year two teacher, how has um, the mastery approach
2: in the school that
0: you teach at had an impact on the pupils and even you as a teacher and the staff?
2: It's had a huge impact on the children. We now see children confident, excited about maths and they're not worried at all that they're not going to be able to do it we focus a lot on growth mindset and making sure that if they make a mistake that's fine actually someone in my class from the beginning of the year has said the the mistakes are all part of the learning which i just thought is a a huge improvement from where we were previously and children are just excited about maths um which is really positive.
0: I mean, what more could you want yeah. <laughs> children to be excited about maths? Yeah,
2: that's... And the Mastering Number programme, we've seen I teach in year two and the end of year two SATs. A lot of children with the arithmetic paper answering without having to do a lot of formal methods because we've done so much of the groundwork looking at their sense of number up to 10 and then up to 20 and they're able to transfer those skills and make the connection to 100, and we've seen a huge improvement in in that this year as well.
0: That's amazing to hear, um, and I know that you had um, some um, showcase sessions as well. Um, how many
2: of those have you done, um, and tell us a little bit more about how that's worked? So as well. we did two showcase lessons of the mastering number, where about 30 people came into our school hall, and we brought the children into the school hall and did the session in there. Um, just to show as part of a work group how the mastery number session worked for maybe some schools that were not sure about how the session should run or a little reluctant about the impact that it would have on the children. Because some of the sessions go up to numbers to ten, in year two there are sometimes some staff that are maybe a little bit reluctant and thinking it's too easy, mm. but the sessions really focus and go into depth to encourage that number sense for for children so um it was received really positively really positively the, the the staff as they left that day were just oh i can't wait to go back
1: to my class now and give it a go and they talked so so kindly about our children too didn't they and I- I think that when you work in a deprived town, there is a a suggestion that the kids are just going to be a nightmare. Well, that isn't the case. If you have good quality teaching and and good quality behaviour expectations, our children are like anywhere else. And it's just the benefit that they will get is, is far more. But the feedback was really positive. Seeing things in a practical sense when you can go to all the courses in, in the world can't you and it's you actually having a go with your class but there is a reluctance, you need a bit more and, and that showcase experience, it, logistically it was a little difficult and we were in the hall and, and the children had to file in and out so it wasn't it wasn't quite a classroom experience but it was very very close.
0: Great. So, um, Sarah, you said before about it was useful to have the showcase session for other teachers to come and have like a practical view of of a session because you can go on a course and yeah, you might go, oh, what a nice day out. But um, if we think about then from the maths program perspective, um, the maths programs are not your typical course. Uh, They are um, a series of training days um, over the course of the year with um, intercessional tasks to do in, in your school. Um, and as you know, um, staff in your school have been on the programmes, but also now I'm thinking about um, what's the impact on your school in having someone like Gabriella leading a work group and being out of the classroom for three, four, five days and then having to go and do... Um, visits to other schools to support them but how does that impact your school with having someone who is a strong teacher out of the classroom? So the first thought when you're asked
1: as a head teacher can so and so go out and can be this person be involved in those things you instantly think what is going to be the impact on the children that's my go-to place and from time to time as head teachers we have to say no but We said yes in this case at the start of Gabriella's journey and we said that for the following reasons. Gabs was ready for something new and something exciting and if we hadn't have given her that opportunity there is the potential, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, (laughs) that she would have been saying well actually I'm ready at this point in my career to be looking at something else and leaving us. I am incredibly protective of the staff that we employ. I think that they do an amazing job in our schools and I want them to carry on doing that amazing job. In order to retain them, we sometimes have to meet a little bit halfway and in order for her to be allowed out of class, That allows her to be brilliant on the two or three days that she is in in school for the rest of of the working week. In the same way that we approach Heather Martin's role. So Heather is working more now this year than previous years. But again, we benefit from from Heather's expertise being in school on those days and also allow her to to embark on new chapters and and other, other aspects of her career. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that there is a great deal... Of benefit for us as a school that Gabriella is going out and sharing St. Cuthbert's and Christ the King's name. We are two very small Catholic primary schools in Blackpool, and it is important to us that we remain full, that children come to us, and that the, the, the impression that people have about our two schools is very positive. That is important. We're proud of our name, and Gabriella is an amazing advocate for that. Amazing. And probably the third thing is that it's good for the rest of our staff to be able to look look at Gabs and think actually you know those lower down in terms of their career year the time that they've been in the profession well actually I could be the next Gabriella and, and we want that we want that continuous journey for professionals to come in as an ECT to have great opportunities to work with experienced uh, people like Gabs and then to be able to think actually you know in two or three years time I could do that I could take on a role within the hub in order for that journey to be sustainable. We have to have that constant move, even though I'm reluctant to let them fly entirely. So it works for us, uh, particularly as, as, you know, Gabs does such a good job. We hear lots of positive things and then others in school think, oh, well, I'll, I'll dabble. The maths team, it, it's the sought after team to be part of across <laughs> our two schools. People fight tooth and nail to be part of it, which is is fabulous.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what you want, isn't it? The maths team to be the strongest team. Um, but yeah, so Gabs, can you tell us a little bit more about what an LLME is, a local
2: leader of maths education? So um, we have some access to the Maths Hub three times in the year where we gather all together as local leaders of maths education. We're able to access new research, there's keynote speakers that we can listen to and it's a great opportunity those sessions to network and talk to other local leaders of maths education. Um, I also, as a mastery specialist, lead a work group so I have um two work groups this year one in the embedding phase and one in the sustaining phase and that is part of a teacher research group where I lead sessions I will teach and then we break down the lesson and talk about it those schools also have access to school visits where I go to their school and um support them with their mastery journey
0: Okay, yeah, that sounds great. So what um, what's the commitment? So how, if you're running two work groups, like how often are you kind of expected to go and run those work groups and how often do you
2: go and visit other schools? So there's different commitments for each part of the mastery phase. Um, so in the embedding phase, it's five work groups and one school visit. Um, and we go to the schools to look around for that um, embedding year and they're still accessing some support really they're still on that mastery journey and that point in the program is where they're starting to make whole school changes and um, so it, it's a big commitment for the embedding and then sustaining is two TRGs but then we support in other ways so we give um briefings on research that's come up and it's an ongoing support for sustaining and I've been able to have a day out a week uh, to support that so that I have time to prepare my resources to go to the schools to visit and um, have the TRGs as well so
0: yeah so um, obviously from your perspective it's a day out of class a week and you're a full-time teacher as well Um, how is it personally
2: to, to balance that with your workload and kind of your commitment with the hub. I found it really hard the first year almost giving away my class and kind of what you then come back to and what you give in when when you leave the class. I found that really difficult but throughout the time we've been working with one teacher who's inconsistently which really really helps that person knows the children. And that makes it easier for me to be out for that day. Because mm. I do find it hard to shut off between being the teacher and being the math sub. Yeah. It's like two different hats that yeah. I have to wear. And I just almost have to put one hat on and take the other one off to to a yeah. whole new way eye. of
1: working, really. If you think about as a as a class teacher, it isn't that isn't what you're trained to do and that guilt that you feel Mm -hmm. leaving your brood with somebody else and oh gosh is that going to be and are you going to miss certain things it it is a real shift and it takes time as gabriella said at the beginning she 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 found it really hard it it is still hard i think it will always be hard balancing but the benefits for gab's and the benefit for for her class continues to to encourage her to do that so we're, we're very grateful certainly from a leadership perspective that the maths will provide that opportunity financially for us to do that. It isn't that school are are just doing that because we want GABs to to be fulfilled in a role and and to enjoy working. The financial commitment that that we receive is also significant and and really helps us make make the thing work.
2: And also that I feel I am better at teaching maths after I've been and seen other practitioners Mm. as well. Like It's not just always a case of people coming and watching me teach part of the work group is it's a collaborative approach Mm -hmm. so we will go and see other people within the group and I am constantly picking up new things that I can use in my class a different approach to mastery how I can set them off in the morning so that it will support the maths lesson so I'm constantly learning myself um, and bringing things back which I find is making it a lot better for the children
0: yeah and that's really interesting because although your title is mastery specialist you are still not the the specialist where I have all the answers you come to me for everything you are still learning and you are developing and that's that's the the beauty of being part of the Math hub as a work group lead and then I guess you're bringing that back and how do you kind of disseminate the skills and the learning that you've got to your staff in your own school like what is the benefit
2: to your staff i think often it can be quite informal so we have a whatsapp maths leadership group and if there is something that we've come across some research a book something new that we want to try with the staff we will just simply put it on our whatsapp group and then we will meet as a math team to look and almost strategize as What is the priority? What needs to come this year? Always at the start of the year we do a maths action plan and we see what will fit in within that role. We have some professional development time built into our calendar in school for our staff meetings and so we will decide is that something that we can support in a staff meeting or is that something that maybe we need to directly support a member of staff with through coaching potentially Um, Also working with the Maths Hub, we're able to access a lot of the subject knowledge um, sessions. And so we've thought carefully this year about what staff would need to access certain subject knowledge. And we've got quite a a lot of new staff in our school this year. And making sure that they are fully aware of the mastery approach has been really important from the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah. The other thing, just to think about Gabs going out and, and coming back, she talked about the informal discussions. It's not just maths things that she sees. So I can remember early on we we continue to to refine our behaviour processes within our two schools. That COVID, as it has across many schools, has has changed the the nature and, and the way in which we we approach behaviour. And Gabs went into a school and went, oh, I'll have that as an idea, and then came back and we just talked about it again in a professional group eventually because we have a little behavior team that work in the background to support the schools but it's it's that incidental professional discussion that happens informally and then if it if it gets legs then we can say right we'll take it into a more formal setting so many benefits
0: yeah sounds like there's so many benefits (laughs) and it sounds like yeah you're getting a lot as much out of it as the staff who attend your um, sessions are getting out of it as well i think so yeah um really positive um so it's It's fantastic that you have supported so many schools in developing on their mastery journey. And it sounds like even though you've been doing mastery for so long, you've still got things that you want to improve and you're learning from other people as well. Um, So I'm just going to ask you um, a closing question now. If there is a school out there who are maybe on their mastery journey and some of their staff maybe want to get involved in being part of the math hub, um, either leading a work group or kind of, yeah, just exploring that side of their professional development, what would you say to the head teacher or leadership team, Sarah? I would say it's a slow journey to be.
1: To make the first step, to engage with your your hub lead and to begin that journey. Go and have a look at other schools, go and talk to other heads, other leadership teams like like me people are very welcome to ring us up speak to heather or i about our passion for maths and and how well our schools are doing mathematically because of that and to just experience it it, it's a long journey though it isn't something that is just going to fix maths results and and maths teaching in your school overnight Mm -hmm. our journey as you just explained continues and even when we got our, our year six results this time and we were so pleased that those kids that have just got are leaving us with such solid results we we still know there is work to be done particularly in a town like this so start the journey really find out what's going on in your local area and if anybody wants to to have a conversation be happy to do that
0: yeah so network find out who's who's involved in the math sub in your local area even speak to um i imagine you've spoken to abacus Maths hub to find out what other schools are nearby who can maybe help and support and just have a conversation have a coffee and find out about what they're doing definitely um so i guess slightly different question gab's in a similar vein but um if you were speaking to a teacher who's like oh i really want to be a mastery specialist but i don't know how to approach my head
2: teacher about that like what what advice could you give to that person Um, I would say, first things first, go and watch someone who is taking on the mastery approach and really be clear about why you want to do it and talk about the benefits that you are going to bring back to school. Um, I mean, that is why I am able to do what I'm doing because there are just so many benefits that come back to school that make it that positive opportunity. It's a sharing experience but we are benefiting loads from it so I would say sell those benefits to the head teacher.
1: At this time of year it's appraisal review you know by the end of October people are setting their new targets now is the perfect time to Mm. be thinking about what are we going to do professionally in order to retain that particular member of staff or to encourage them to have a really successful year and that that is is the ideal time to have those discussions
0: yeah definitely that sounds great um so it's been an absolute pleasure to have both of you today <laughs> enjoyed it thank you um and yeah it's it's been fantastic I hope that the listeners have learned something um, about the mastery approach and how it can work for um, a school no matter where you are in the country and also I hope that people who are listening who are maybe thinking oh I'd love to be a local leader of maths education but I don't really know how to get involved what does it what does it entail i hope that they've been able to listen and, and learn from you as well so um thank you for your time i know thank it's you. hard thank to you. come out of class and the busyness of a school day but mm-hmm. i really appreciate it um yeah, thank you you've been very kind with us yeah, we, we've nice. coped with those questions well <laughs>
1: thanks
2: a lot rebecca
0: great thank you um, so if you're listening and you'd like to find out more about how to get involved in the work of the math sub um just visit our website all the details will be in the show notes so thank you very much